and welcome to Cats Out of the Bag. I'm Kat Hennessy, and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, my little girls out in... Oh, my little girls and boys, because... <laughs> <laughs> This is honestly going to be the funniest fucking podcast because I have got one of my best friends on here today and she's honestly probably one of the funniest people I know. I'm so funny. Oh, am I allowed to swear on this, by the way? Yes. Yeah, I'm so fucking funny. (laughs) She's already talking before I brought her in, so fucking brace yourself. So, um, yeah, today I have Tegan Philippa on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know her, you've been living under a fucking rock because she is... Oh my God, hype me up. Instagram glam. Oh my God, I love this for me. Yeah. Uh, Hype me. So fucking welcome, Tegan. Thanks for having me. Uh, I brought my um, Macca's coffee in, forgetting that we're at the Mr. Consistent Studios and I've got an Amaretto Sour. So I'm ready. She was like, I need a bit of hyping up. So like, I thought I'd get like an iced coffee from Macca's. I was like, "Mm, Povo. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was like, I have cocktails upstairs. I, I also did drive through too, so double points for that. Wow, that's like <laughs> extra papa. Oh my god, I love that for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, to all my all my listeners that are like, can you stop talking in a fucking American accent? I'm just gonna give you a fucking pre warning that this whole episode is probably gonna be in an American you accent. You bring it out of me. Yeah. Well, I bring yeah, it out of your, everyone. Yeah, it's your fault. I've been doing the American accent since I've been like seven years old. I don't know why I'm just dramatic as fuck. And when you spend too much time with me, then you start talking to me like this and I can't help myself I yeah. even think to cat in American accent <laughs> classic. classic um so for my listeners that don't know who you are Tegan do you want to give oh. a little intro about who you are what you do all the all that kind of good ju- sure. I feel like that's so weird but um because I can't really explain it it's really hard to explain but basically I guess you just say content creator or influencer yeah um, many a things. Model, um, me and my partner, Ned, also have um, our own website where we sell our fine art prints and our presets. And we also built a van recently and we used to rent that out, but now we're about to move into that full time. Yeah, which I am like dying to hear about as well. Yes. So we're definitely going to like dive on into that too. Yeah. And we used to, I mean, we used to predominantly shoot like travel content for um, travel companies, but then COVID <laughs> happened and kind of screwed that us up screwed mm. us up a little bit but um yeah we've just been doing all other things more like fashion stuff I guess yeah the past like year and a bit but getting back into the travel aspect I love it Tegan's so fucking extra she's literally here in this like matching black graffiti jumpsuit it's with like, like fluoro green and yeah. black and then I got purple fluffy um <laughs> sandals on and then I got one hand of orange nails I'm just really painting a picture yeah, and literally. then one hand of green but tell everyone what your nails are Kat today oh guys I like made a mistake <laughs> no, I, I like them she likes them I feel like I have like 18 year old stripper nails they're them. like fluoro fluoro fucking pink they're and stunwar. they're like weren't as bright on the nail thing and I was like these are nice maybe I'll go out for summer and then I, I walked out and I was like oh no <laughs> oh no I've done a thing oh, no 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 I like them they're hot <laughs> thank you they're very um, much my vibe so yeah Tegan is probably one of the most extra people I know pretty extra and, and same with Ned her partner as well like, oh yeah he just dropped me off and his nails are even more extra than mine yeah yeah so <laughs> I can't I actually just posted a story a photo on my insta but it will be gone by the Darling. time she's launched so I don't know why I told you that <laughs> um amazing so 
Yeah, so your little print shop. So I actually oh, have. Oh, Pat has two of our print yeah, brands. They're so nice. So, like, Ned's a fucking epic photographer. That's pretty good. But, like, funny that the photo that I bought actually. Tegan took. I actually took it. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm actually a great photographer also. I should put that in the beginning. I'm yeah. also a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So I do also have a little code for you guys um, for yes. Tegan and Ned's little print shop. So it's it, also for our presets too. Yeah. Oh, and your presets. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, we've got a little double whammy. Yeah, double the, whammy. The presets are fucking sick. You need Lightroom for that, don't you? Yes. Just the Lightroom app. Yes. Yeah. And then the prints are amazing. I'll, I'll post a photo on Cat's Out of the Bag of my prints that I have from Yay. there. But the code is Kitty Cat. I'll put it in the show notes and the website in the show notes so you can click through and that gives you 20% off. Um, and yeah, they're fucking stunning. I'll, yeah, I'll take Thank a photo you. of my combo so you guys can... little exclusive deal for yeah. the cats out of the bag fan. Yeah, and you guys can see what I did and then maybe we can have like the same artwork in our house. <laughs> um, oh my God, I'm so excited about this microphone right now. I know, yeah. It's <laughs> so professional. Very extra. <laughs> um, so how did you get into Instagram? Like what what was your make it or break it moment? Like talk to, talk to me through it. Talk to me. Talk to me through it. That so sense. I guess it started um, around, oh, I don't even know what year it would have been, maybe like 2014, 2015. Um, I just moved to Newcastle. I had, I don't know when I started Instagram, like when I actually got my first, like when I got my account or whatever, but I was always into like photography and photo shoots. And a few of my friends were like into photography. A couple of them were studying it at, um, uni and I'd actually done photography in high school. Oh my God. High school. So long ago. (laughs) Um, and yeah, so I'd always help, help out with my friends with shoots and things like that. I was really into styling as well. Um, and then, yeah, I just always kind of modeled for my friends. And then eventually like a few of those big online magazines at the time picked up some of our images, like cool. Sticks and Stones. Oh my God, yes. Um, who I'm actually really great friends with now. Ainsley, shout out. You're cool. <laughs> um, and like a few of those online kind of magazines. And so that kind of picked up a little bit. And then Ned and I um, sold everything we owned in like 2015. So we'd been saving for a year. Like we both had two jobs each, sold everything we owned, went overseas for like this indefinite- book a one-way ticket? Yeah, booked a one-way ticket. So cute. (laughs) Um, And as we were traveling, we were just kind of like documenting it on Instagram. This is before it was very like saturated with travel content. Mm, mm. Um, Like just kind of basic stuff, but we were like into photography. Yeah. And travel companies kept asking us to use our photos and we're like, oh, this is kind of like a thing. Cool. So like, you know, Flight Centre and places like that were asking for our images. And then we did this trip in Egypt. And then after our trip, that company asked us for all our photos for their brochure on the website. And we were like, oh my God, this is like a thing. So we were like, yeah, okay. But if we give you this, then what do we get kind of thing? Mm. Um, and then eventually we started doing... Um, deals with these companies where they would like send us places, we'd shoot the photos and they'd kind of, exp- um, they'd pay for our trip. And then- That's we'd, sick. Yeah, it was so cool. So- they give you any like extra perks for like food or anything? Like Not in the beginning, but yeah. I guess we like, it's like anything you kind of learn as you go. So in the beginning we were just like, woo, free flights and free trip. And then eventually we're like, oh wait, no, they should be paying for our food, I guess, because we're yeah. technically- like employed by them. And like, it just kind of, it got to the point where eventually we then started getting paid because we'd buy more and more equipment. Like we'd get better with our photography and then videography. Mm. It just kept like building and building. Mm. Um, and so was my Instagram and um, I was just doing like that and also just like fashion stuff. And then 
bit of modeling here and there. Stop it. Just let myself sick. Um, and then it became, I think in like 2000 and maybe 18, I finally stopped having like side jobs. And I was like, no, cause Ned kind of pushed me and he was like, if you put everything into this, it will take off. Mm. And that will become your main form of income because you'll have no other option. So then I quit my job and then I've just been doing this full time ever since. And then so did Ned. He quit his job in like 2000 and I think 19. And so, yeah. Was it ever like, crazy. was it ever like a struggle or were you ever like, oh, wigging? totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, especially in the beginning with the travel stuff, because it seems so glamorous, but like we would have like zero money so we'd be on the strictest budgets um and even when the didn't you tell me you ate like cornflakes oh my god yeah I was on the cornflake diet I shouldn't say that but like basically because I had no money so what I would do is <laughs> I'd in the morning I'd always have cornflakes with me and then we'd have like a little bowl a little mini cutting board with us and so we would do like cornflakes cornflakes with breakfast and then lunch would be rice cakes with lettuce and sometimes cheese if I was like really living my best life I could splurge <laughs> on some and then dinners would be cornflakes again or if we could afford it we'd go and get salad we were just like on such a strict no budget. but i've been there babe and yeah it's like, and you're like it's hard noodles or like because i have like so many intolerances too so that's why mine was like cornflakes and rice crackers yeah. but like if you, you know two minute two minute noodles or pasta or things that are really really cheap mm. whereas a lot of people will i was talking about this in my stories the other day it's like you there's two different ways you can travel you can travel like in luxe kind of style we stay mm. at really nice hotels mm. and splurge on your food which is mm. amazing and travel for maybe a smaller amount of time or if you're wanting to make it an extended period of time you have to cut costs somewhere totally. so cornflakes it is bro i went on a six month <laughs> trip by myself and i was i literally spent 10 grand in six months wow. and went through europe i was like that is crazy a budget fucking queen like yeah. i remember one night i was like do it mm. Do I want to waste 40 euros on a hostel? No, I'm going to catch the eight euro overnight bus. And I literally went on a bus oh my by myself from like Venice all the way down to Naples in Italy. And But that's what you do, yeah. right? And like, I feel like as well, even though like being on a budget and stuff can be a struggle, I feel like I can't see your eyes. Yeah, either. I'm like, it's yeah. really weirding me out because I couldn't see, guys, I can't see cat's eyes. It's yeah, really it's like weird. The mic's like covering it. <laughs> um, yeah, even though it's like, there can obviously be struggles and stuff and you yeah. have your like moments. But they're the best part. I know. Don't you think? They're character building. Oh, totally. Like I I remember I rocked up in Havar and like I, it was like I didn't have a- Havar's in Croatia. Yeah, oh, yeah in Croatia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're you, so well-traveled. For oh those God. of you who don't know where Havar is. <laughs> um, yeah. And I rocked up and I, you know, arrived to my hostel. I'd like- pre-download all of the maps mm. and all of my directions. Oh, that is key. Yeah. Oh my God. Hot tip, everyone. Pre-download your Google Maps. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I'd pre-download everything so I could actually get my way around because I didn't have like a phone with Wi-Fi or internet. Or, yeah. I mean, sorry, well, I had Wi-Fi, but like didn't have a- Like uh, credit or credit, whatever. Credit, yeah. Literally phone credit, lol. Lol. Back in the day. <laughs> um, and I arrived to my hostel and they're like, oh, sorry, we've actually um overbooked and we have oh, to no. put you in this apartment. Um. And I was like, oh, okay. But the wheel on my suitcase had broken. My suitcase was literally probably weighing like 27 kgs at this time. Oh my God. And this apartment was like a five kilometer walk. But because I didn't have enough money to like justify an Uber, Uber I walked and it was like the 35 degree summer heat in Croatia. And I literally like had a fucking mental breakdown on the street. I was like, why am I doing this? But yeah, you go through those times and like, you have to have lows to have, 
You have to have highs. low lows to experience and appreciate the highs. Dude, it's we great. used to like make salads on the beach and we'd like cut open our old water bottle and use it as a bowl. Yes, like, these are the things yeah. that we would do. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah do the same thing. It's so funny. Oh my God. We'd even have another hot tip for those on a budget. Um, American accent yeah. came out again. Yeah. Um, okay, so when you go to like camping shops, there's like pop-up little mini kettles. Mm. I actually have a highlight of this on my Instagram, but there's like these pop-up kettles. And so we travel with this like travel pop-up kettle and say we were in, I don't know, there's this place called Chinkteri in, I don't know if I'm saying that wrong. Cinque Terra? Cinque Terra, sorry. Yep. Um, in, I'm probably saying it wrong too. We're just like butchering probably it. Probably like Cinque Terra <laughs> Cinque Terra. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it was a really expensive place to go. And Ned and I were like, if we ever come back here again, we're staying in the cliff face, like in the picture. And so we went back there again another time and we're like, oh my God, okay. So in order to stay in this place, we have to cut costs somewhere else. And I remember with the pop-up kettle, our meals we were making. So Ned was – and these things were tiny. Like I can't even explain the how small they are. The pop-up pop-up kettle. So Ned would buy what like What do you mean pasta. by pop-up kettle? So it's like um, silicon or something. And so you squish it so you can pack it in your bag and then it pops up. And does it have a cord with it? So yeah, it's got like a little cord and then you plug it in. It's like a tiny cord though. And so we'd, we'd literally have this pop-up kettle – fill it with water. Ned would boil inside this miniature kettle some pasta for him to eat or we'd also boil eggs in there or no. we'd use it to boil water and then pour it on oats. Like it was so handy. I'm like, this kettle is like so versatile. <laughs> oh my God, if there's any companies out there that are pop-up kettles, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, and it was so good when we were travelling because we were like, wow, we can be a bit more creative, no more cornflakes. Like I can have oats. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. Like. Who am I? Who am I? But yeah, I totally get it. Like you cut costs where you can. Yeah. And do you think that like, obviously borders and stuff are going to open up? Like are you and Ned going to head overseas again? Yeah. So I think, yeah. So basically um, we bought this van like- Maybe like two years. I don't know how long. All my years like- I feel like it was a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was was a while ago. It was just before COVID. I feel like you've, you finished building it. Oh, I just made a weird noise in my mouth. I feel like you finished building it when I knew you though. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I can't, honestly, my months are all like smooched. Yeah, my days. But, do you know what it was? It was during those really bad Australian bushfires was mm-hmm. when we were building it. Mm. And then it was completed just after that. And then we went on a trip to Japan with a company to do a job and we're in Japan when all the COVID stuff was happening and we didn't realise how bad it was. And we got back being like, oh no, this is fine. And then I was like, where's the toilet paper? I'm so confused. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, this, I think that's when we realised it was serious. Yeah. Because the plan was always going to (laughs) be- Toilet paper was the- I was like, oh my God, toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. (laughs) But um, I think that's when, so we realised the plan was going to be- we were living in Bali for a while there, like based in Bali. And then we were traveling from that base. And then we were like, okay, we're going to build this van. And then whenever we're in Australia, the van's our home. And then when we travel, we rent it out. Um, Where were you thinking? Oh, so you'd rent it out. So you wouldn't yeah. like keep it in a storage unit no, or No, so like Ned's parents or something might've rented it out for us. But then COVID hit and we couldn't live in the van because it was really hard to stay at campsites and things yeah. like that with the facilities and sharing the facilities which is when we then made the decision, oh my gosh, let's move to Burley Heads. And so then we stopped traveling obviously during this whole pandemic. But now that it's all starting to open up again, we've realized, hang on a second, maybe we should kind of pick up where we left off and 
live in the van so we can travel around Australia, save a bit of money, and then we're going to go to Europe in June. Really? If we can. Well, yeah, fingers crossed. Oh, my save God. So Are you going to come too, Kat? Fucking oath I'm going to come. <laughs> Euro vibes. I'm going to get an $8 bus. Oh, my God. Let's get $8 bus. I feel like if flakes. I was going like this day and age now, mm-hmm. I'm like, little bit older, definitely earning a bit mm-hmm. more money than I was when I was like 22. I feel like I'd probably do like a three-week stint and like be a bit more bougie. Yeah. My rule is like no for me now. I think I had my last experience in a share room hostel mm. in 2019 and I was like, you know what? I'm in my 30s now. I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to do yeah. it. I'm just not going to do like it. I feel like I still would. You reckon? Maybe get You'd a love it. Root, guys. You'd love it. I just, I just, I think my last experience was creepy and I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I ended up sleeping in Ned's top bunk with him because I was too scared to be on the bottom one because this guy was creeping me out so much. He would just sit there and stare at me and not speak and I'd try and speak to him. I'd be like, hello. And he'd just be looking at me with his death eyes. And I was no. like, huh. Dude, how bad's like that? Like I remember I was in Barcelona and I stayed in this hostel with my – one of my best girlfriends and there was just this like off, off, off fish smell. Like it was just, <laughs> it was fucking putrid. Ew, and we were like, what is it? Like we were just like, our room stinks. Like we need it. We need to be out of this room at any given point. And then like day four, we like opened the window to get some air on air in the room. And there was this like open biscuit packet with like tuna oh and my like God, all this yuck. shit. And it had been like wafting <laughs> in the room. So yeah, nah. And then like, I've had all these weird, like what else? Like I'm trying to think of another hostel experience. Or then I was like in Lagos. It really hit on Yeah. And we, I was like, no, like the, all of them were really, it was either really expensive or like yeah, mediocre. Yeah, some of them are really freaking expensive. So expensive. Sometimes so, it's cheaper to go in an Airbnb and share with people than it is to go and share 100%. in a hostel sometimes. 100%. Yeah. So I fucking booked this like kind of cheap hotel in Lagos, no aircon, no fucking airflow. The toilet seats were like black. Like I, I have this Hot. thing against like toilet seats that aren't white because I feel like you, you can't, can't see. see if there's like piss oh, on the seat or whatever. Yeah, so can't. I was like, like, it was, yeah, anyway, so- yeah, I've had had my um fair share of weird experiences. Yeah. So anyway, yes. so you're going to move in the van full time. Oh, yeah. So what's this going to look like for you? So, because that's pretty fucking intense. Like it's so intense. It's a little van. Like, yeah, it's a small space. I mean, it's big enough. Yeah, no, we've got uh, the the fridge is pretty big. Like it's yeah. totally big. No, it's got, it's got enough room, but it is obviously a huge change from yeah. living in, you know, a two bedroom apartment. And what to are you going to do with all your furniture? So the last two times we've moved out of a place, we've sold it all. But this time we've accumulated such like unique stuff stuff that we're like, I'm just going to put it into storage. Majority of it. I'm I'm like, I'll look after some of it. Cats eyeing me off like, "Mm, what do you mean? What about your checkerboard desk? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, good point. Who's going to use that? We actually built that specifically to that room too. So now I think about it, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. But um, yes, we're going to put that all in storage. Majority of our clothes. I was trying to do a market, but I don't think I'll be able to do it till maybe after Christmas yeah. just to get rid of some of my clothes. But didn't you figure out, like, what did you figure out you'd save in rent if you move into the van full time? Yeah. So I wish I had to save the math, but like we're paying right now about six sixty five a week in rent. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot in rent. And then we've got it on top of that, pay electricity, um, gas, water and internet. So it works out to be, you know, quite a bit. And then- if we were living in the van, I worked out 
Um, so, for example, some campsites that you stay at can be like between $10, $20, $30, $40, $50 a night, depending on what they are, what the facilities are, how popular the location is. And sometimes we don't even need to stay at a campsite. The hard thing with Australia is it's very strict rules here with camping. Mm. So if you're pulled up at a beach car park, you're 100% going to get fined. So it's mm. like it's easy to just stay in, you know, like campsites or national parks that, are, um, that you book. So I worked out with that you're either spending between – Say 180, maybe the max you would spend is 350 a week, depending on where you're staying. Say if you're staying in Byron Bay, for example, mm. it's like very busy, very popular. You might yeah. be paying $50 a night. Yeah. Um, and that would cost you 350 a week ish. Mm. So, and then, you know, our phones we use as our internet and then yeah, um, you don't pay for electricity. Yeah. So then you don't pay for that. You don't pay for electricity or water. Water's free. Um, electricity is included. And then it's just your petrol. Um, that you're paying for. So it, it works out. You save quite a bit. Like I always say, I swear rent would have been like six sixty five a week. That's like over 30 grand a year in rent Yeah, for the two of us. I should yeah. say, I'm not just paying that by myself. Yeah. But, but that's yeah. a lot of money. Like I only, I pay yeah, like $200 a week rent. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we just save so much. And then a lot of the time, you know, we might be staying with family or friends. We might not be paying for yeah. the campsite or whatever. So it just made a lot more sense while we can do it and while we're enjoying it and while travel's picking up and we can get more work with the travel stuff, we may as well just live in the van. Oh my God, that fun. Van. Hashtag van life. And what, yeah, <laughs> literally. And what about like- Oh my God, someone commented on my post today and called me, like literally it was a dude, he wrote hashtag van slut. I was like, oh, uh, aggressive. <laughs> but I was like, can I take that as a compliment? Yeah. <laughs> I would too. I'd be and like, He yeah. was trolling me, but I was I'm into a van it. Ho. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so obviously like you and Ned have been together for, we were just discussing what. Oh, like- yeah, I forgot my anniversary was yesterday. We both forgot. Really? We just worked this out before. Yeah. So um, eight years, well, eight years officially, eight and a half years we've been, would have been with included with seeing each other. You know, that first like yeah, yeah, six yeah. months or whatever. Where you're like, like, are we official? Are, are we not? Are we? Um, so yeah, like just over eight years. And what's your like biggest like, obviously, I feel like if you can, like, travel with someone and go through all – this is, like – Oh, my God, yes. I love this already. This is what my dad said to me. So, mom, my mum and my dad met travelling and they, like, travelled all Wise through words. Africa together. And he's, like, you know, if you set up a foundation for a relationship and you get through, like, some of the hardest times in your life, oh, you can get so through emotional. anything. So, I feel like you and Ned have, like, totally oh, done yeah. that. Like, you've – I could tell you a wild story right now. Can you tell me? <laughs> or it's not wild. It's just, like, gruesome. It's, like – not gruesome. Wow, I've been watching too many um, true crime yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's gruesome. There was blood everywhere. <laughs> no, basically, like, I remember, I guess it was, like, maybe two-ish years into our relationship. But, like, what you were saying with um, what your parents were saying, it does build the foundations. Oh, my God, my phone just buzzed. Australia Post, what have you sent me, someone? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I remember we were in Vietnam and um, – I don't know what, what it was. We'd gotten a bug. So we'd gotten sore oh, bellies. No. And I remember we were both just had severe warning, trigger warning for those who have had diarrhea. We had <laughs> severe diarrhea. No. It rhymes. I'm a rapper. And um, I remember <laughs> this one. Diarrhea. Severe diarrhea. Severe diarrhea. And I remember this one day we were both just looking at each other. We're like, gonna shit my pants like this is so extreme so we ran to the hotel we got into the elevator and I remember saying to there was other people in the elevator with me but I remember saying out loud like because I was trying to 
convince myself that I wasn't going to shit my pants. So I was like, you were in control of your body, Tegan. You are in control. You're not going to shit your pants. You're not going to shit yourself. And I was like talking to myself and we got in the room and it was like bridesmaids. No. Ned ran like ahead of me and he was in the toilet bowl going. And I was like, get off or I'm going to shit on you. Do I go in the shower? What do I do? Like, well, it was so intense. And I remember after that being like, wow, if we can get through like almost shitting on each other and having diarrhea everywhere in this place. We can get through anything. We can get through anything. Literally. <laughs> oh my God. It was so intense. I remember just like that. at one point looking at each other and we we're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like so intense. Well, I mean, like, like you what don't do you have do? anything else to do in that situation. No. Look, it, to be honest, at least it was both of you and it wasn't just you. I having- know. Oh my God. So funny though. We look back at it now like that's hilarious. That happened to me. I got gastro with an ex-boyfriend and I was like <laughs> literally vomiting and shitting at the same time. Oh my God. That's the worst. And we had pro- we'd been Oof. together maybe like six, five, six months, mm. like not long. Mm. And he heard- That is fresh. Everything. Oof. Like literally everything. Oh, every and dribble. he didn't get it. So I was like- <laughs> oh, No. I was like, I'm sorry. He's like, it's okay. Oh. Like, I'm like, oh my God, am I still sexy? Oh my God. Um, That's so funny. So yeah. So obviously, yeah, you guys have like- you know, eating cornflakes for breakfast, yeah, lunch, and dinner, and fucking diarrhea in front of each other. Slack, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that like slack sound. <laughs> Company ting. Um, so, like, what would be your biggest tip to the ladies out there for like, you know, tips to like keeping you know a long term relationship fun and vibrant? And you know, you guys are literally. I don't say I'm meeting up with Tegan. I'm like, I'm meeting up with Tegan and Ned. Sometimes you're I even go, you're a woman. Um, t- I go Ted? Negan and, and Negan Ted. And Ted. <laughs> yeah, I go Ted and Negan. Like I literally, oh my God, so you guys are like a combo and you are so combo. amazing together. Like what What are your tricks? I've, I think I think with us, so we are, we're very similar, but we're, our personalities are extremely different. Whereas I'm like very erratic I'm a stress head I'm like worst case scenario drama I'm pretty much you cat I'm like the drama like this is the worst thing ever whereas Ned's very like calm relaxed slow like and he's also like um his work ethic's really good whereas I'm like I give up in five seconds yeah so I think in that way it's like we're complete opposites but we balance each other heaps so if I'm having like you know, I'm having a, a mental breakdown over something or as um, Carleen calls it, a menti B. Menti B. If I'm having a menti That's B. That's very Kath and Kim. Isn't it? I'm, I'm having, having a menti B. Menti B today. <laughs> That's a good, I like that. Yeah, so, so guys, I had a bit of a menti B. Yeah, I had a bit of a menti B. Um, like, so if I'm having a menti B, he'll, yeah, like just calm me down. He, just even him being around me will calm me because that's just kind of like his energy his energy and his traits or whatever. Um, so I think that's one thing our personalities do balance each other. So that helps. That's really nice. Um, it is really nice. And like with traveling, I don't know. We don't really get, obviously we argue, but our arguments aren't like fights. They're like silly little arguments that end up why, in why didn't you put the fucking pasta in the silicon kettle quick? Silicon <laughs> kettle the quicker. Sil- the pop up, pop down kettle. I remember actually. Okay, no, I was just going to go off track then, but I remember dry reaching at one point because I was eating oats so regularly that you know when you eat something consistently you for just, a while that you're it like pulses you. Yeah, like rep- that was me like with me growing for a while. <laughs> yeah, I had the ick. I ate it every day for like Literally six months. Like, um, sorry, yeah, I just I don't know why I was thinking about that. Yeah. I think it was when you talk about the kettle, I was like, oh, horror story memories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think there's that. We balance each other. And then I also think, I know it sounds like so cliche, but like honesty, like even talking about and being real, like 
the funny um, pooing your pants scenario. Yeah. But like, I know a lot of people like to keep mystery and stuff. And yeah, that's, but I don't know. I'm just like, we're so brutally honest with each other that it just works. Oh. I don't know. It's like. I'm getting emotional. Oh my God. Just, my amaretto sour is almost out. This is too emotional. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's. I don't know. I, it just kind of works. And we don't really spend that much time away from each other. But I know we used to a little bit more when um, he used to work, like, because he was a builder. Um, so we did used to spend a lot more time apart. But, yeah, I don't know. We just – it's like – You just it work. just works. I don't know. And I've been in yeah. past relationships that are terrible. What terrible. What's been, like, what, like, the worst, like oh. – there's, oh, I could tell you some stories. Tell me Kit. some stories. But I've had some really, um, yeah, bad, All pretty much all my relationships up until Ned were really bad relationships. Very bad guys, um, cheating, manipulative, no. putting me down. Like I remember there was this one guy, hope you're listening, fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me I couldn't wear my hair up because he's like, your face just looks so fat when you wear your hair up. No. There was another one that was like, you can't wear lipstick because like when you wear lipstick, like you look like this or like just these fucking assholes that would just oh. make me feel so shit about myself yeah. or like insecure. And that's like, that's definitely not the worst of it. There's some, oh, they were just all dicks, all of them. All of them were dicks. Yeah. Well, um, it means that when you, when you, fi- I feel like when you go through something with a guy and they, like do something that really upsets you. It's almost like as fucked as it is, it's like a really good learning curve for you. Oh yeah. You know, you put, you look out for those sorts of red flags. And like with one, there was one in particular that was really bad and it was, it went on for like two and a half years. Um, And in the end he like threatened me and threatened my family. What did he do? He was saying he was going to burn. He was going to burn. Uh, I was living in like this um, little <laughs> shed. Burn what? <laughs> going to burn what? Oh my God, what? <laughs> Stop leaving me hanging. Yeah. I was living in like this, it was a literal shed. It was someone's shed that I was renting off them and it was a room. God damn, it was hot because it was made out of tin. <laughs> I was <laughs> like literally like. And you're a sweaty boy. person. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sweater. I'm a sweater too. Oh my God. I was literally living in a tin shed. Whoa. Um, <laughs> paying 220 a week, by the way, for my tin shed. <laughs> I remember at one point too, waking up in the morning and I was like, oh, good morning. And I looked down and there was a bit of grass growing next to me. It's like it was shooting through the shed. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I was with this guy <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to burn your shed down. I'm going to come over there and set on a fire. We were asleep. And I remember I just had this, I was so scared of him for so long. And I just had this moment of like, fuck you. And I remember just being like, yeah, I'm standing out the front. Come and do it. I was like, come, Ooh, come and burn it down, Angry bitch. cheeks. Yeah, I was like, what are you going to do? Like, seriously, you're going to literally burn this place down. Anyways, I never saw him again. He was a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. So I just had these like terrible dudes. And so then when I met Ned, I think I was always expecting or waiting for something bad to happen because that's what I was used to. And then nothing bad ever did happen. And then I think I just kind of realized, oh, it's not supposed to always be so – Toxic. Toxic. Yeah. Mm. I was like, there is this balance. Um, and I guess it where comes Where are you down hiding to, men? Can, I, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Maybe Brett, my speed data guy, he's definitely oh. not toxic. Oh. He's, speed, he's like a really nice Brett. person. Are we, do we love speed? Do, do you reckon speed data Brett's listening right now? Probably. He's speed but data no, Brett. Hey. <laughs> no, I don't know. I love, I, I go for like fucked up people for some reason. Oh my God. So I. I'm a fixer. Yes. I love a project. No. I know. I remember actually I went and saw um, a psychiatrist. I don't know if it's a psychiatrist or psychologist. I don't know what the difference is. Psychologists can't prescribe you medication and psychiatrists can. They've studied more like medicine around it. 
Oh, okay. Lol, obviously. Still don't know which one. Psychs and um, like, I, no. Um, and I remember it was just before I met Ned, actually, after Toxic Burn Your House Down Man. And um, <laughs> actually, there was another Toxic guy after Burn Your House Down Man. He was even worse. But, oh, my God. I want to know these stories. Yeah, he was the one that told me I couldn't wear my hair up. And he also, he was such a dick. He was really funny in the beginning, but they turned out to be such a dick. But you know what? This gives me hope. Like this, hearing this kind of shit that you've like, I mean, hate that you've been through that, but the fact that you've been through that and come out on the other end and meet, have met such a fucking 10. There's, there's fucking hope for (laughs) us single ladies out there, guys. Single ladies. Literally there's hope. Uh, There's totes hope. Um, Totes, my goats, hope. But I think what also helped. So I went and saw a psych, one of the psychs, don't know which one it was, um, (laughs) after (laughs) shit man that came after Bernie House Sound Man. Shit man who was British and told me not to wear my hair up. And he also said to me at one point, are you ready for this? I, I can't remember how he worded it. It was something like, yeah, you know what? I've never been with someone as big as you before. You're the <gasps> first big person I've ever been with. But like trying to give me a compliment. And I was like, like a backhanded compliment. Did you just call me big? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Who's a fuck with? He ended up cheating on me. How's this? So like he was, um, what is it called when you're like the guitar check man at a festival? Like you the go soundy. Yeah. It was like the sound guy for Soundwave, which the only good thing he ever did to me, I went to a Soundwave and he got me backstage for Blink-182. This wow. was in like 2000 and- 11 or something. Yeah. Um, and I breathed in, um, what's his name from Blink? Tom DeLong. He walked past me and I'm like this. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I sniffed Tom DeLong. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was a sound guy for the sound wave. And like, <laughs> and like um, after we broke up and he found out that I went on a date with Nettie, sent me a message because I guess he was trying to get a rise at him. He's like, yeah, fuck you, you stupid bitch. I fucked so many chicks on that tour, blah, blah, blah. As if I'm supposed to get angry. And I remember thinking, like, I remember just reading the text laughing, being like, what a fucking loser. Like, you're such a loser. Who sends that message? Lame. Um, but yeah, so they're all douchebags. And I think I went and saw, I, I got sidetracked again, but I went and saw a psych and then found out why I was going to this sort of pattern of these, like you were saying, like Mr. fix it or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, like and project. I was like, I need to break this pattern. Yeah. And then I was just like, no dudes, I'm just on this no dude path. And then Ned pops out and I'm like trying to like not, I was just trying to ignore it. But then mm. it just eventually happened, I guess, when you're not really mm. when focused you're not looking on looking for it. Yeah, you're like But I haven't been yourself. looking for anything for two years and I'm like, Hello. And you're like, hello, is it me you're looking, looking for? for? That's actually what I was about to sing. <laughs> this wall reminds me of pasta. I keep looking at it. It reminds me of like lasagna sheets or something. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh my um, God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fucked. Like I, I think when guy, like my ex, like I know like maybe like, maybe like a year and a half. No, probably like, oh no, I've been broken up almost three years. But like two and a bit years ago when like puffy sleeve dresses came in mm. and I am such a fashionista that jumps on every love trend. It. Love the Way trends. too hard. So I had like 16 fucking puffy <laughs> sleeved dresses and he'd be, he'd be like, you shouldn't wear those. They just make you look fat. Oh my God, and who like, says that? Like, shit like that. And he'd always comment on what I'd wear. He'd be like, you Ugh. shouldn't wear those glasses. Like made me buy these new glasses. And like, was like, you need to grow your hair. Like I hate it short. Like That's just like, yeah, this- some dudes are just pe- – like, who's bringing these people up is yeah. what I want to know. But then I also feel like when people attack – like, I feel like h- him attacking my it's looks and my it, – it was his – he has so many of his own insecurities mm-hmm. that he would attack me to bring totally. my, my, me down to his level. Because yeah. I've always been so confident and out there and sure of myself. Yeah. And, like, after that relationship, 
I you. was fucked. Yeah. I've literally probably, I, I still have triggers now. Like yeah. even I started like oh, me too. liking this guy recently and he's like really gorgeous and we're like, kind, we're like friends. Um, lol, if he's listening. Hello. Oh my God. Um, Hello, is it me you're looking, looking for? for? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, we're just friends, but like I, you know, kind of got feelings for him and I got into like a really bad like headspace with myself and because he wanted to be my friend, I was like, well, why doesn't he, why does he want to hang out with me all the time? Why does he want to sleep with me? Like, is it because I'm too fat? Am I not pretty enough? Like no. all these insecurities that came from, from my past, previous yeah. ex because I've never he had those thoughts before, but because my ex told me I was fat and also, and then he'd tell me, He'd tell me I'd put on heaps of weight and then I'd be like trying to do a health kick and then he'd abuse me if I wanted to make like rice paper rolls for mm. dinner and not make him potato bake and he'd ignore me all night. Like it was like this emotional abuse. Yes, the emotional abusers. Yeah. And like, yes, yeah. fuck you guys. Yeah, so he just like emotionally abused the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it takes fucking time to get back oh, to yeah. it. And I feel like now it's like, even though I still have those like little things that pop up every now and yeah. again, like recently, it I'm in with you. such a better headspace now yeah. because it's like, I've been single for two years in January. What have I done in those two years? I started a new job. I've moved to a new city. I've got a whole new group of friends who I am so fucking close yes, with. Yeah, like, You know, so I think it's like all of that kind of shit as well. So Yeah, I think what it comes down to, I reckon, in life just in general, and it like this goes over all aspects of relationships, friends, family, partners. Um, I think what it comes down to is it has to always – Yes, you're going to be down and you're going to be up, but at the end of the day, you have to lift each other up. And if you're not, it's not even not each other's support network. Yeah, and if you're not lifting each other up, then what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, why are you wasting your time? It's mm. that same with friends. If you've got a friend around you that's like, you know, you're putting all this energy into, and they're constantly dragging you down, and you're not getting that. Mm-hmm. I've back. cut myself off from so many people yeah. because they don't like. It's you only have a certain it. amount of free time. Why surround yourself with people that don't make you feel good and, you know, make you feel like shit about yourself or totally. the relationship's one-sided or yeah. even like I have a friend who I've pulled back from heaps because I felt like the relationship was super one-sided. It was yeah. always me putting in the effort. She never like – and then I've pulled back and she never texts me. Yeah, and it kind of shows you, doesn't it? And yeah. it's just – it's sad because, you know – it, like these sort of things are really, really sad and it, it cuts you deeply, but it's just like, if it's not going to benefit you and it's not mm. going to bring out the best in you, mm. then it's just not worth your time and energy. Mm. And it's like, yeah, you may as well put that energy and time into someone else that does mm. bring that out of you. And oh my God, I, this is so deep. I, I know this. we're like literally having a DNM. Can I, I also this. ask you, like, I know obviously you're like quite big on like body positivity mm-hmm. and like all of that stuff. Like, what do you reckon? Like, the things that like motivate you and like what kind of like tips would you give for girls out there that might be struggling with a bit of body positivity or body image kind of issues? I think, I think with this, I mean, I think now I'm pretty good, but I still have days like yeah. you were saying where Same. you just, you just wake up and you're just in this like deep, funk. I don't know, funk. Yeah. And you look mm. at yourself and you're just like picking yourself apart or whatever. And then she's like, why am I doing that? It's like, why do we do that? And it's because of like what you were saying, someone in your past may have picked something apart or it's like society makes you think you have to be this one particular body shape. Like it's literally like one shape. Mm. And that's what's always shown 
um, that has to be like the perfect body. Even like, you know, with fitness things, it's like, get these, get like, look like this and do like, it's always trying to target you to get down to this one look. Right. Mm. And everyone's so fucking different too. It's like, if we're all the same, it would be fucking boring. Our like metabolisms are different. Our body shapes are different. Our genes are different. Our genetics are different. So like the way I I thought you meant like denim jeans. Oh my God. Denim. I love my denim jeans. (laughs) I love my Prada backpack, but I love, what is that line from? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. (laughs) You're like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> um, 10 things I had about you for those playing at home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everyone has such different shapes that we can't all aspire to be like one look. And what you're probably looking at one girl being like, I wish I had that butt. And mm. they're probably looking at you and you don't realize it being like, oh my God, I wish I had, you know, her height or a look at her eye. Like that, you know, her things, eyes, her tits, yeah, there's like, just, yeah. Oh my God, there's just so many things. I actually... Yeah, it's really hard because obviously it's so easier said than done when it's like, you know, just own it and flaunt it or whatever, like just be yourself. But it's really hard because some days, yeah, like it's just shoved in your face. Like Mm. I could be feeling great about myself and sometimes I'll pick up my phone and I'll scroll through Instagram and it's like all these same bodies and then it's like this diet, this diet, this fitness app. Like, you know, there's so many things shoved down your face. We're like, oh, fuck, like it's hard, but I guess you've just got to, um, except that your body is your body. It's going to change every, like it's going to fluctuate. Um, you're going to be bigger some days, smaller some days, or like go through, like I've gone through so many different sizes, size, I've been size eight, size 10, size 12, size 14. Like I've been so many different sizes and it fluctuates mm. so much. And also you might be a fucking size 14 at one store and then, you Oh, know, that, oh guys, my God. I'm a country road size 10. Oh, like, excuse But I'm a 12 me. everywhere else. Yeah. Hello. I know where I'm shopping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just so hard when it's shoved down your face. But I guess just surround yourself by people that make you feel beautiful for you um, and make you feel good about you. Like even mm. the other day I was at the beach with my friend and he was just like, fuck, you look hot. And I was feeling a bit insecure that day in my bikini. He's like, fuck, you look hot. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking hot. I'm yeah. so hot. Like, do you know you why? Do you know why I didn't want to go to the beach with you guys the why? other day? Because I fucking have like my skin. I've, I know I've spoken about my skin a bit on the podcast, but like oh, I've yeah, had like you were really bad. You said in cans. Yeah, like I've had all these issues with my skin on my um, back for years, and now it's like really bad on like my chest and my back right now. And I'm like. And you're self-conscious about it. But like I told you in Cairns, no one else is looking at I that know. except you. No one's like looking at Kat being like, oh my God, look at Kat Hennessy's back. Like yeah. no one's doing that. And if I they know. are, boo, you're a shit person. Literally. You know what I mean? I like, know, but I was like, I don't want to be around these people that I don't know super well and them yeah. seeing my like acne tits. Like that's like literally, you know, and I'm having to like snap myself out of this mm. at the moment. And it's like, it's hard. Yeah. So it's like. Especially when you're around friends and things, it's like, they don't care. No like they don't look at that no. sort of thing. It's just like in your head, it's your, insecurity that you're focusing on Mm. but if you focus on something else um I also do think that like if I'm active in the morning so if I go for a walk or if I do like a little mini workout some sort of exercise it Mm. really helps with I I guess Mm. it's the endorphins like Mm. it really helps with my mindset for the day because then I feel really like woo for the day totally um not saying you have to work out every day but I'm just saying like you know just going for a walk or something something that's good for yourself like meditation yeah yeah yeah. it just makes you feel like start your day in the right kind of headspace or whatever um but I actually had this discussion on my Instagram today because I got a comment that kind of rattled me a little bit two days ago Mm. on one of my posts and it it used to happen heaps, but like, what was it? So basically, and it comes from a place of love, but just this one girl commented on my photo and said, she tagged a friend and said, 
oh my God, look at her hip dips. Um, she makes me feel good about my hip dips or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck's it? I didn't even know what hip dip was. So I literally Googled hip dips because I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then it's just like this part of your body that just like, it's like, okay, so from BBLs, you know how you're- it, It's it's where your hips are and it kind of goes yeah, it in goes, a little like, bit. Yeah, it goes like dips in a little yeah, bit yeah. just before your thighs. Yeah. Um, And I guess with people getting like Brazilian butt lifts and things like that, you're not really seeing the hip dips, I guess, in social Curvier media or women as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck's a hip dip? Anyways, I looked it up. Don't know if anyone out there is a doctor, but what I looked up is it's developed during puberty- and it's your fucking bones. So when your hips are really high up, right, um, it creates this hip dip with your bones. Yeah, you can do tiny little workouts that might make it look a little bit less, but you can't get rid of it. Like the only way you can get rid of it is surgery. So I'm like, girls are out here paranoid about the way their fucking hip dips look. And then when this girl commented this, so this is what I had to do my rant about was, so this girl commented this on my picture and because she commented that on my picture, I'm now thinking about my hip dips, which yeah. I'd never even known existed. I didn't even mm. know what they were. Mm. So people sometimes will comment on my things and be like, oh my God, you wearing this bikini. Like it's, it makes me feel comfortable wearing my bikini. It's so brave that you're wearing that bikini. So then I'm like, why is it brave for me? That's a regular size. Like everything's a regular size, right? Yeah. Why is it brave for me to just be wearing a bikini and it's not br- like- that's the issue. But yeah, that's the issue thing. is like the the way that that's sometimes worded is hurtful because it's saying that I'm not normal, mm, and mm. it's like you know saying uh, I don't know. Almost I might putting out that you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, because you're, you're not size and you're this, not. Yeah, this standard you know. size. Or like I'll do a shoot with Princess Polly, for example, mm. and then I go out in their emails, and then I'll get an influx of DMs. Oh my God, it was so refreshing seeing you wear that dress. You've now given me the confidence, which is so nice. But sometimes the way it's worded, it makes it out like, because like, I don't, I can't, I know, it's I know really what hard you mean. to explain. I know what you mean. Like, it's so lovely it's like to get por- those messages so and to know that you're helping people. Yeah, but, but sometimes it's like also bringing up the fact and pointing out that, oh, by the way, because like you, you don't, you're not normal or something. Mm. I don't know. It's really bizarre, but I had this chat today on my Instagram stories because I was like, I just have to bring this up. And I think what it comes down to is, so if I was out at the PAV vibes and I saw um, a girl that's size 12, same size as me, wearing a dress. And I went up to her, I'd just be like, wow, you look hot. Or would you say, thank you for wearing that dress that you make me feel so much better. Maybe no, I can wear a dress like, like this that. This dress looks amazing on you. Yeah, like I just wear the way it's said sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like- And you know, people wouldn't be saying it in a no, way that- but it's that's like, what I mean. It's not vicious, but no, it's just you've got to like be careful. Sometimes, yeah, like you wouldn't go up to a girl on the beach and go, oh my God, thank you so much for wearing that bikini and let me letting me see your hip dips because now I feel better about my hip dips. No. You just be like, fuck, you look good. Yeah, like, I know. Just people need to be more mindful when they're like commenting things on people. Yeah, and- yeah. And I'm like I'm saying, I know it's coming from a place of love, but sometimes I read these comments and it does sometimes like affect you because then I'm like looking at something that I shouldn't be looking at and yeah, overanalyzing you take, that. You take note like on something there. that you never did. Yeah. So this girl in year 10 told me I had a double chin. What? And ever since then. I hate this girl. I'm always like, I have a double chin. No, like, you don't have a double chin. Literally, I've just always like hated my chin See, since then. See, words can be- I know. People need to be you. fucking careful. Be careful with your words, team. People need to be careful, careful with their words. It's yeah. so mad. Um, okay, let's finish this off with a little would you rather question. Okay. Okay, would you rather clog the toilet on the first on a first date <laughs> or your first day at a new job? Day at a new job, yeah, because I can make a funny joke about that at the job, and then yeah. everyone will be like, "Oh, this bitch is cool." 
Yeah. <laughs> She's making poo jokes. Oh, my God, lol. This one, I know what you're going to say already. Would oh you rather God. give up your phone or only wear Crocs for the rest of your life? Oh, do you know what? I really like Crocs. I know. But, like, I couldn't give up my phone. No, so you'd have to wear Crocs the rest of your life. Would you rather give up give, give up, up your, your phone? phone? Wear Crocs the rest of my life. Yeah. You can get platform ones. You can get, like, patterns. You can get, like, tie-dye, pink. You can put some little of those. Bedazzle jewelers Literally. Yeah, get fucking Crocs. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, I love that for me. I really want to get one of these microphones in my house just so I can do this. I know. They're so fun. <laughs> Would you rather sleep with someone on the first date or wait six months? Oh, that's a tricky one. I'm first date. I'm going to go like first date. Fucking sure. oath. What if six you go months s- is a long time. And what if you go six months and then they suck in bed? Yeah, boo. I I'm gonna, I get first date. What a vibe. Fucking hell. Kat's um, like, yeah, first date, bitch. Yeah, first date. I'm getting on you. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. Okay. Would you rather let a crusty old man drink milk crusty. out of your belly button every day for a year Ew. or drink milk out of a crusty old man's belly button oh. every day for a month? Oh. I'm going to say crusty old man can drink it off me because, ew, I don't want to put my lips every day a for a year. old man. Yeah, because I don't want to. I think I'd do the same. Actually, I don't want to touch his belly, belly button. No, that'd be a. Cr- he's still using the word days. crusty too, so that's a crusty belly button. That's got some. That's got some juice in there. Yeah. That's gonna be puch a magooch. I can't. Yuck! Oh my god! You. Would me. you rather not be able to taste or not be able to see colors? <gasps> that's okay. Let's extend this because some people have gone crazy from not being able to taste. Like, what's his name from In Excess? Michael Hutchins. That's when he apparently started to go a bit loopy. Yeah, after he lost taste. Fuck that. Because um, that can really – think about it. Think about not being able to taste your whole life. But then not being able to see colours is also when you know what colours are too. You've already seen them. Oh, for your whole life? Can you see still or you just can't see colours? Can't, you can see. You just can't see colours. Man, because I'm such a food and you, bitch. And you're also such a – colourful person. Yeah. Okay. Like, let me hear what you would do. I think I'd not be able to see colours. Really? If actually, no, maybe. Oh. It's hard, right? Because then I wouldn't That's a have really a career because my whole job is in fashion. Oh so. my God. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say colours. I'm going to say colours because I really want to taste everything. Yeah. I love food so much. Me too. It really makes me happy I and I can't taste. take that away from no, me. No, I couldn't either. You can still, if you're seeing like black and white, you can still, that's nice. Yeah. It's like a nice filter. At least you're not fully, you fully can't <laughs> see. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather know how the world began or how it will end? Began because I don't want to spend my life. Being worrying. scared about how it ends. Yeah. If I not like if I know I don't want to know that there's this impending doom coming. I'd, I'd kinda wanna know how it ends. Oh, I'm you wanna, yeah, you're like, tell me how it ends. I wanna know. Everything. I'm like, I wanna know how it began. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. Okay, would you rather be able to travel everywhere for free mm-hmm. or eat everywhere for free? Ooh. Travel. Because that's expensive. Yeah, true. Travel's way more expensive than, than food. Food. So yeah, you could travel to these exotic places and then just pay for the food. And then just eat cornflakes. <laughs> oh my god, just eat some cornflakes. Oh my god, okay, you know what else I really wanted to do before we wrap up is yes. I want you to tell our red light, green light story. <gasps> oh my god, okay. So um Oh my god, you didn't ask me something. Remember you say it in the beginning sometimes because I listen to oh, something time. that no one knows about yeah. you. Oh my god, what's oh my god, I forgot. Uh, I distracted ever. you. Okay, what is something that no one knows about you? Okay, so I was thinking about this in the shower this morning, sexual. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, everyone knows everything about me because I talk 
like I say everything all the time. And then I was like, actually, there's this one thing that people might not know, which is really bizarre. And you probably don't know what it is. And half the people, majority of people won't know what it is. But from when I was like, I don't know, I guess two until when I was maybe like 13, I was really good at physical culture. Does anyone know what that is? No. You don't know what that is? No. So it's like abbreviated to fizzy. And there was BJP or there's EP, Edith Parsons. I can't remember what BJP was for. But it's basically, I'm going to have to show you some photos and you're going to, do you have like a Facebook group? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me doing it. But basically um, the one I did, so you're in a leotard and then you've got this little skirt with like bedazzled jewels in it. You do your, you do your hair and you do it all curly. And then for the whole year, your age group learns a routine and it's like positions. It's like to music. So there's a lady playing the piano. It's like dancing, but it's strict positions and you're judged on your positions that you do. So like if your arm's not straight enough, you get like marked off. If your toe's not pointed enough, it's like between ballet and dancing and it's really weird. So it's you so did that weird. seriously? Yeah. And I was so good. So I <laughs> I used to get to like the um, state finals where it's like the top 12 of your age group or whatever. Mm. And I did it because my mum did it and then my grandma did it. So it's like this really old tradition thing. But then I stopped when I was 13 because it wasn't cool. But um, yeah, it's really weird. I'm like, no one's going to know what that is. So yeah, that's something you don't know about me. I used oh my to God, do fizzy random. and I was really good at it. Well, yeah, send some pictures right. and I'll chuck them in yeah, the Facebook they're really, You should see some of the outfits. They're so cute. Oh my God, I love it. And you do like groups. So that it's like they'd all ha- have all these different um, names that'd be like positions and touch toes commence. And then the music would be like, and then you get ready to do your routine. Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird. Oh my God, I love it. So that was that. And what about... um. What about, yeah, tell the red light, green light story. Oh, the red light, green light. Okay. So when we're in Cairns for this festival, um, we went to this after party and um, me and Kat were a little bit intoxicated. We'd been drinking like all day, mixing our drinks. We were just being a little bit naughty with our drinking. Anyway, so I don't know if you, oh, I did it first. So I was like, oh my God, Kat, I have to spew. Like I had that feeling where I was like, I have to spew, but I couldn't spew. So I go into the toilet and Kat's like drunk and she's trying to get me to spew. You're like, should I put my fingers down your throat? I was like, no. I said throat then throat. Um, and I was like, no. And then I was like, okay, ready? And I was like, what? And she was like, ready? Red light. And I was like, what? And then she goes, green light. And then I was like, and so my fingers down with her so I was spewing. So that was like our red light, green light. Well, but I was, then, I was like, I'm making up a fucking song. Yeah, for you're like, a are you ready? Song. Are you ready? And then, so we get back to the hotel and then Kat's like, I've got to spew. And I was like, oh my God, are you ready? And she's like, what? And so her head's in the toilet and I'm literally like holding her hair up and I'm like, Kat, ready? red light and she's like okay and like bopping and then I'm like green, green light. light and then she's like <laughs> we literally have a vomit so song that's it's the red light green light spew song you should try it with your friends it's actually so it makes good. it less emotional if yeah. you're spewing to a song it with makes your you hate yourself less yeah totally I mean don't drink don't don't drink yeah, look, so much that you need that a vomit point. but but I mean, if you do. <laughs> yeah, if you do, sing the Red Light Green Light song. Oh my God. Oh, well, I fucking love you so oh God, much. I fucking love you. You're oh. Sarah Marsh. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh God, thanks for convincing me. I literally said to Kat, I was like, Kat, I can't come on there and talk about sex. Like, I'm so not a sexy person. Like, and Kat's like, I'm not going to ask you about sex. <laughs> I know. I was like, don't worry, we can talk about other things. I was like, I'm scared. Didn't we nail it? We nailed I it. Know. I told you it wouldn't be scary. Doesn't all have to be sexy. Oh. And like, still, like, like relationships and all that yeah, stuff. Like it doesn't nice. need to be about P in the G. I love which I know we love. Maybe need to cat talk about P in the V. Yeah. So maybe next week I'll do a little something. Oh, little V in the V. Sexy. V on the V. V P in the, the v. v. P on the P. All of the V. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> Love it. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. And thanks so much for listening, guys. I can't wait for next Ooh. week. I'll I'll try and get something sexual planned up my sleeve. Ooh. But um, I love you all so much. Thanks for listening. And don't forget about my little code for um, Tegan oh, and yes. Ned's Kitty print cat. shop and presets. It is Kitty Cat. Um, so I'll put it all in the show notes so you guys can get some sick prints and some sick presets so your photos are popping. All right. I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Cats Out of the Bag is proudly part of the Acast Creator Network. Special shout out to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. Bye.